The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. Hello, thank you for tuning in. This is Joshua Sasso with Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time, where we always have fresh, new revelation that's relevant to you. Today, we are not about that stale bread, but we're going to keep pushing forward. You know, we want to keep pushing forward as far as we can and as far as God can take us into the spiritual realm, into the things of God. God really has a lot of exciting things for you guys to hear today. And those of you that are tuning in maybe for the first time, myself and Pastor Chris, we are actually in the Philippines right now. We are holding a number of leadership conferences with the spiritual leaders and the pastors there. There are some healing crusades happening, some trainings happening for the leaders in the area. God is really moving right now in the Philippines. So if it's your first time listening or if you've been listening to us for a while, it's still not too late. If you want to support our mission in the Philippines, you can actually support us online. You just got to go to our website, SOGMI.org. That is SOGMI.org. Hit the donate button. When you're doing that, you can specify whether you want it to go to the mission field or you can even specify if you want it to go into this radio ministry Those of you that partner with us to support this radio ministry, you're the ones who help put us on the air as we're working to expand this radio ministry and reach as many people as possible. So I want to thank you in advance, those of you that are going forth to sow financial resources into this ministry. I promise you it's not being put to waste. We are putting every available resource into preaching the gospel, into training and empowering God's people. Because we believe that's the example that Jesus Christ set for us. I mean, his great commission right before he went to heaven was to go into all the world and make disciples of every nation. So we here at Freedom Fellowship and we at Sons of God International, we are not interested in getting people just to fill pews, just to fill seats in a Sunday service. That's too small-minded. Rather, we would prefer that anyone who comes to us becomes empowered, becomes trained, so that they can go out and make disciples of their own, because that's the example that Jesus made. He made disciples. He had 12 disciples and actually hundreds of disciples, right? And when he left, when he was no longer there, what the Holy Spirit came, and each of them were able to establish ministries of their own. So we believe that God wants to empower his people in these days. And as I'm segueing into our message for today, understand that being led by the Spirit, fulfilling your calling in the body of Christ does not necessarily mean that you're going to be preaching. Being a preacher, standing in front of a podium, that is not the be-all, end-all. Some of you are going to be called to be preachers and ministers, but some of you are called into the media industries. Some of you are called into the political sector. Some of you are called into education and financial sector. Okay, and we know, God knows, that all of those areas need revival. All those areas need the body of Christ in authority. Competent, anointed men and women of God need to be in those industries. So we shouldn't try to push people 
just to be a pastor. And we shouldn't put being a pastor up on a pedestal because that's not the ultimate position, okay? Your ultimate position is wherever God sends you. So if God's sending you to the media, that's the ultimate position for you, okay? Because each of us, we're the body of Christ, right? We're made up of different parts. Some of us are going to be sent to different areas. So we should not be comparing ourselves to one another. Rather, we are a single part in the body of Christ that is all working towards the same goal, which is establishing the kingdom of God here on earth as it is in heaven. We want to see the glory of God cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. And that's not going to happen if the body of Christ is infighting amongst ourselves. Amen. So many of us are called to the media industries. Many of us are called to reach out to other people. And something we have to understand is that in the media, in these technology fields, we're not going to reach people in the world when we use a bunch of religious spiritual jargon that they're not going to understand. Sometimes those in the body of Christ will start quoting scriptures at unbelievers who don't even read the Bible. What good is that going to do when they don't even know what you're talking about? Quoting the Bible at somebody who doesn't believe in the Bible does no good. Because even Jesus, when he taught, who did he the most often quote scriptures at? It was the Pharisees and the Sadducees who were trying to trap him, the religious leaders. And he also quoted scriptures at Satan, because Satan knows the word, right? When Satan would try to twist the scriptures, and then Jesus would quote the word back at Satan. But what did Jesus share when he was speaking to the common everyday man? When he preached sermons, he often spoke in parables. Now, what's the significance of these parables is that they're simple enough and relatable enough that the average person is able to understand it, is able to relate to it, is able to get something out of the story. But each of these parables, what do they have underneath? They had layers of meaning that those who the Holy Spirit works in their heart would have their eyes opened up and they would begin to see the spiritual truths underneath it. And I think this concept is especially important for people in the media industries because many Christians wonder, well, why have Christians not been able to take over, say, Hollywood, the film industry? It's because the stories that Christians tell are so bogged down with religious jargon, with superficial spirituality, that it can't resonate with anybody outside of that circle. Yeah, I'm sure all of you know what I'm talking about. But the stories that Jesus told are a reflection of the stories that we can tell through media. And even pastors or ministers that have access to internet connections and are able to preach the gospel out to people outside of their normal reach, there is a power in telling a story like a parable that is simple enough for people to understand and it is not weighed down with religiosity and all this jargon, all this verbiage that the average unbeliever will not understand. I want you to imagine Christians making a film, and it's a story that anybody can understand, anybody can relate to, but because it was inspired by the Holy Spirit, there are layers of meaning inside of it, but it will only be revealed to those who have ears to hear, eyes to see. So all you have to do is put the story out there, just as Jesus put out his parables, and allow the Holy Spirit to do his work. 
Because that's exactly what Jesus did, is he would tell a parable, and those whom the Holy Spirit and who God was going to reveal the meaning to, who was ready, they would receive it. Amen. So that was a little segue about the media industries, but we have to get out of our religious boxes. Because if we keep in our religious boxes, if we keep preaching to just those in the four corners of our church, we're never going to be able to have authority. We're never going to be able to take over the media, the arts, and the entertainment industries. And let me tell you, right now, God has been preparing a perfect storm for the body of Christ to step into the media industries, the political industries. That's why there is so much shifting happening now in the media industry. That's why there's so much shifting and shaking happening right now in the political sector. God is paving the way for the body of Christ. So speaking of parables, because the scripture in general has this way of where you can read something once and you get something from it, right? And then you read the same scripture again, you get something else from it. And every time you come back to it, you can get something new. That's what's so amazing about the word of God, but it's through the leading of the Holy Spirit. So God had led me, and I'm sure many of you heard this story before, to read through the parable of the sower. And many of us in the body of Christ know this story, but I'm going to read through this story a little bit with you guys and kind of show what God is revealing to me so that what God has been revealing and showing of how this is relevant to us right now in the body of Christ. So in Luke chapter 8, and this passage, it's talked about the parable of the sower, it's talked about in Matthew, it's in Mark, it's in Luke. You can read any of those passages, but I'm going to read the passage from Luke chapter 8. So it says in verse 4, while a large crowd was gathering and people were coming to Jesus from town after town, he told this parable. Okay, so this large crowd, a mix of people, all kinds of people were coming to hear him talk. And the parable he told was this. A farmer went out to sow his seed, and as he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path. It was trampled on and the birds ate it up. Some fell on the rocky ground, and when it came up, the plants withered because they had no moisture. Other seeds fell among the thorns, which grew with it and choked the plants. Still other seeds fell on good soil. It came up and yielded a crop, a hundred times more than what was sown. When he said this, he called out, Whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. So see, even there, Jesus understood Everyone here will get something from this, but not everyone here will understand or hear the fullness of this message. That's okay, because all we have to do is plant the seed, sow that seed, and allow the Holy Spirit to do his work. We are not in the business of forcing things to happen. Understand that. We should not be in the business of trying to make something happen, try to force somebody <laughs> to accept Jesus. <laughs> as funny a concept that sounds... It's easy to fall into that trap. Well, they're not reacting to this way that I expect them to react to this way. That's not our concern. Our concern is to obey God and step out in faith and just let him do the work, even if you don't see an immediate result. Amen. So his disciples asked him what this parable meant. He said, the knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of God has been given to you, but to others I speak in parables so that those seeing they may not see Though hearing, they may not understand. This is the meaning of the parable. The seed is the word of God. Those along the path are the ones who hear. 
And then the devil comes and takes away the word from their heart so that they may not believe and be saved. Those on the rocky ground are the ones who receive the word with joy when they hear it, but they have no root. They believe for a while, but in the time of testing, they fall away. The seed that fell among the thorns stands for those who hear, but as they go on their way, they are choked by life's worries, riches, and pleasures, and they do not mature. But the seed on good soil stands for those with noble and good heart, who hear the word, retain it, and by persevering, produce a good crop. So many of us have heard this story before, and so often it's interesting how you get an image locked in your head. Because Jesus said it's the word of God. And so many people, myself included for a long time, would hear that and think, oh, we're talking about the gospel message of Jesus Christ. And so not everyone's ready to receive salvation from Jesus. So sometimes that seed is planted and it falls on the path, which is a hard heart, right? It can't take root because that heart is hard, callous. And many people, maybe you have met somebody like that where they're just not open to receiving the message, and so their heart is closed off. So instead of the seed taking root, Satan snatches it up and it goes on its way. In the same way, the rocky soil are those who will take the word at face value, right? But they don't establish any foundation. So as soon as the sun gets hot, as soon as things get tough, they fall away from it because they do not have the foundation of the word of God holding them in their place. In the same way, a heart that is riddled with the pleasures of the world, vices, bad habits, when a seed, maybe the seed of salvation, is planted in that soil, the seed will try to grow, but those vices, that sinful nature, if those thorns are not uprooted, will stamp out the word of God in that person's heart. And then always, if there is a heart that is open to receive, then the seed will grow and multiply. And so often, I don't know why the human brain works like this, but I would associate that seed, oh, that's the salvation message. But the thing is, is that Jesus said it's the word of God. Now, we know that the word of God, yes, part of that is the salvation message. And when God directs us to preach the salvation message, to share the salvation message, we are sharing the word of God. And in the office of a prophet, the role of a prophet is a messenger. And when somebody prophesies, it is the word of God in the mouth of man, which is the point that I'm getting to now, because this seed that the sower, this farmer, is planting in the soil is not just the salvation message, but it's whatever word God has spoken over your life. That's why Jesus says, it is the word of God. So you have to understand anything that God has spoken over your life. Maybe you're believing for something like healing. Maybe you're believing for something like financial breakthrough. And then God says to you, you are healed by the stripes of Jesus. That is a seed planted in your heart. Now, some people who have been sick a long time, maybe their heart has hardened and they cannot receive that healing. They cannot receive that word from God. So Satan steals it away. In the same way, maybe God says that you are going to invent new things. You will be rich and prosperous, right? But maybe your heart is riddled with thorns, choking out the good word of God. And the thorns, we've been talking about how the prophetic word for this year, God has been saying that he is pulling out the root 
of the Babylonian system that's been in this nation for so many years, and that root is entangled in everything, we have to remove any thorns from our life. And whether that is pride, whether that is laziness, whether that is envy, jealousy, bitterness, unforgiveness, those are thorns that will choke out the word of God in your life. It's not just the salvation message. It's whatever blessing God wants to manifest in your life. And I encourage you to read over this parable and think about the things that God has spoken over your life. Has your heart been prepared to receive the word of God? Has your heart been prepared to let that word take root in your heart, grow, prosper, and reproduce after itself? And so we have to let God change the way we think about things because it's not just the salvation message. It's any word God has spoken over your life. Shortly after sharing this parable, and I'm going to the book of Matthew of this same account, Jesus shared another parable. And I'm going to read the parable to you, and I'm going to talk about how this parable is happening right now, right here in our lives. So this is Matthew chapter 13, verse 24. Another parable he put forth to them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field, But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. When the grain had sprouted and produced a crop, then the tares also appeared. So the servants of the owner came and said to him, Sir, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have tares? He said to them, An enemy has done this. The servants said to him, Do you want us then to go and gather them up? But he said, No, lest while you gather up the tares, you also uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. And at the time of harvest, I will say to the reapers, First gather the tares and bind them in bundles and burn them. But gather the wheat in my barn. This parable is happening right now in the United States of America with the body of Christ. And many of you may have noticed that the wickedness in the arts and entertainment industry has reached its peak. The wickedness in the political sector has reached its peak. And now a shaking has been happening. Over the past couple years now, there's a shaking happening. And this goes right along with the prophetic word that God gave us for 2019. That the tree that has been firmly planted and firmly rooted in Washington, D.C., And those roots spread out all across this nation, all across other nations, and it is wrapped up in everything. God is now pulling up that tree, okay, because he is in the process of pulling up all the tares so that he can harvest the wheat. And so that's what's happening right now. And that's why God waited for wickedness to reach its full, because he does not want the body of Christ to be uprooted along with that wrong tree, along with the tares. So with that said, if you have any of your roots mixed up with the world system, any vices, any hard issues that you haven't dealt with, we should deal with them now. We should resolve them in our hearts so that when God uproots all the tares, we are not pulled up with it. So that when God takes out all of those things, all those weeds, all those tares, will be left standing so that we can inhabit the land that he has for us. Amen? So that's happening right now. And that's it's not something to be depressed 
or upset about because it means that God's paving the way for the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence right here in the earth for us. So get excited. But if you have hard issues, resolve them now and review the words that God has spoken of your life and ask yourself, have my own heart issues, a hardened heart, a heart filled with thorns, with rocks, have they prevented myself from reaching the fullness of what God wants to manifest in my life? Because understand, guys, we are in a period of acceleration and manifestations right now. God wants to bless you. God wants to manifest his anointing, his glory on you in your life. But we have to prepare the way to receive it. Amen? So I'm running out of time. We're going to be talking more about this in the future, but we should get excited. We're going to continue to be ministering and training the body of Christ in the Philippines because God really is moving and people are excited and ready to move. And we know that whenever God's people are excited to obey God, whenever they're excited to chase after him, God can't help himself but to move. When we just shower him with our love, with our affection, and with faith and obedience, he can't help himself but to move. So we should be like that. We should get excited. We should do everything that we can to manifest his glory here on the earth. But like I said, I'm running out of time. So if you are enjoying this broadcast, I encourage you to support us. Go to our website, SOGMI.org. Again, that is SOGMI.org. And you can hit the donate button and support this ministry. And I encourage you, if God is leading you, if you can commit to a monthly gift and partner with us in this ministry, that would be such a marvelous blessing for us and for you as well. But obey the Lord. And you can also, while we are still in the Philippines, it's not too late, you can also use our website to support us for this mission trip in the Philippines. And as always, we are live streaming on our website every Sunday morning at Freedom Fellowship Church. You can watch us there and receive more of the word from God. And you can also listen to past podcasts of this radio broadcast. We are on iTunes, we're on Google Play, or you can listen right on our website. All you got to do is just search for the prophetic voice of our time and you can queue it up and get it right in your phone. It's amazing what technology has enabled us to do. And we're able to explore that technology more because of people like you supporting us every week, every month. So I'm just going to say a quick prayer before we go. Thank you, Lord. For the words you have spoken over us, thank you, Lord, for the opportunities you are giving us as the body of Christ, God. I pray, Lord, that everyone hearing my voice now, that you would give them ears to hear and eyes to see in the spiritual realm, that they would not be fearful, that they would not be scared because of what's happening in the world, but rather you would give them the spiritual eyes to see what is happening and the opportunities that you've been opening up for them, God. Give us strength, give us faith to step forward, Lord, and I thank you, God that you truly will use us to manifest your kingdom and your glory here on the earth so that your glory will cover the earth like the waters cover the sea, God. We are so excited for what you are doing, God. We thank you each and every day for the opportunities that you give us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, you've been listening to the prophetic voice of our time. Thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, God bless you. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. 
If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org.